Thanks for joining us on the That's Rather Cavalier podcast. Before we get to it, make sure you follow us wherever you get your audio podcasts. Just search FFSN, That's Rather Cavalier. Give us a five-star rating on Apple and Spotify. Also, check out our cast shorts on the Nordall's YouTube channel. Now let's get to it. Houston, we have problems. And I'm not talking about the Lyndon B. Johnson Space Center down in Houston, where, where the NASA NASA program is centrally located. I'm talking about the Houston Rockets having problems with the Cleveland Cavaliers in the Summer League Championship game as Cleveland wins 99-78 to and looks good in doing so. They go to 6-0, drop Houston to 5-1. It was a great game if you're a Cavalier fan, an avid Cavalier fan of basketball follower you want to know about your team the summer league does mean something doesn't mean everything but it means a little bit Relly, what's up man how you doing man uh that cast game was pretty fun to watch well, <laughs> man, i gotta i gotta head of myself real quick man hey i'm your i'm your host tate with my co-host Relly here this is the rather cavalier podcast be sure to check us out on apple podcast uh spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, wherever you get your audio podcast check us out and we might even put this one up on YouTube because it's all about the chip, baby. Yes, sir. Well, Rally, what's up, man? What do you think about the game? I was actually pretty. Like I said, it was pretty fun. Uh, first quarter, we was pretty dominant. Second quarter, we started doing some some weird stuff in Cavaliers fashion. But then second half, we put we pulled back through. That's exactly what I wanted to see. Uh, it kind of made me double down on Sam, Sam Merrill. <laughs> I want him to get a roster spot. Uh, Isaiah Mobley he played really good. Uh, and Imani Bates, Imani Bates too. He had moments where he kind of he did look scared a little bit. He was playing a little timid, but he still was what like twenty five, what twenty plus points in that game. So uh, I got the, I got the numbers right here, man. Give me just a second. Uh, Imani Bates had seventeen on six of thirteen, shooting two of six from three. I think he had like five rebounds, four assists, a mm-hmm. couple blocks, a couple steals. Had a couple steals, yeah. <clears throat> the steals uh, is the one that shocked me because he was actually – I don't know if it was the third quarter or fourth quarter. He he definitely read the offense. Like, who, pure who shocked day. you? Amani Bates on the defensive on, end. On that steal where he dropped to the corner? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a he, good play. He read that perfectly. He did. Man, but, you know, I said – I came on the air saying – Houston, you have problems. But, you know, really, Houston don't have problems. You know who has problems? Who? The Cavaliers. I mean, this great summer league team, man, what do you do? You just say you want Merrill on the roster. Yeah. I mean, what do you Mm. do? I mean, think about it. You still have, yeah. Of all the great contributors, so they they probably sent Travers back over to Australia, right? Yeah. Okay, so what about... Porter Jr. He played good. Right. He played Ooh. good. Imani Bates. Played good. Isaiah Mobley. Merrill. Sam Merrill. 
I feel like I'm missing somebody, man. They could get a potential look. But so we're looking at say five players for for three for three yeah. two way contracts. I mean, it's like the JV <laughs> so good. Which guys get to dress varsity, right? Yeah. What do I'm, we do, Rally? What, what do they do? You tell me. They got some tough decisions to make. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know what they do, man. I, I do know Sam Era for sure has to get a spot. I that that shooting is crazy, but at the same time, you're right because then you like, all right, if you say, let's say you pick Mobley, Mobley, Bates, and Merrill, what you what you gonna do with Porter? You gonna put him back down there, like? Hey man, know. Porter is the backup point guard of the he, future. I mean, to me, <laughs> to me, Porter and Mobley make Rubio and Dean Wade expendable. I got no comment for that one. Well, you think the audience can't hear your face? Well, you think? I agree. I agree because, I mean, you watch how they play. Like, literally, it was so many points of the game where when they took Porter out, the offense got really, really, really stagnant. And as a point guard, he he was really uh, facilitating what, what needs to be happening. Like, he... He was getting Mobley in that two-man action. He was getting people open shots. He was calming our offense down. He was making really great defensive reads too. Honestly. I wasn't. I wasn't surprised in the broadcast when uh, um, JJ Reddick and the other guy's name. I know his name. I can't think of his name. I know what you're talking about that. Mark Mark Jones. Mark Jones. Mark Jones. And JJ Reddick said that. Uh, that uh, Porter's favorite, Porter Jr.'s favorite player oh, was yeah. Rondo. <laughs> and then surprise, man, Rondo was just all around, filled that stat sheet, you know, wasn't, wasn't a, a serious jump shooter. You know, he could make them sometimes, but, I mean, he, he kept the offense on schedule, kept that train on schedule. He rebounded well for guard. Yeah. You know, he part of keeping the offense on schedule are the assists that comes with that. The assist Dwayne Howard in there, <laughs> huh? I said he did throw in Dwight Howard. He said those was two go tos. That's not no good comp for him. <laughs> we ain't talking about. He can't be Dwight no Dwight Howard. No, he can't be Dwight Howard. But he can rebound though, for good for a guard. I agree. But uh, yeah, man. So. I don't know. I don't know what the Cavs are going to do. That training camp's going to be interesting. Training camp's going to be very interesting. I'm going to say, what do you do? Like, with like now, what we've seen with the summer league, we've seen a lot of our young talent blossom right before our eyes. Like, who would you who would you cut? Like, like honestly, do you like do you make a trade to kind of squeeze another player in there, or do you? Or do you just make the the hard not decision that one of these young players we just seen in the summer league just not, not going to make looking, the main team? We're looking at Isaiah Mobley. I think I think Mobley ready for some rotation minutes, man. I mean, on on the on the on the, on the varsity squad. I mean, I'm not saying he's the he's the backup big man, but he could be like the fourth big man, right? I mean, they they traded for Damian Jones, who's a big body, going back up. You know, like I said, I think Mobley can push Dean Wade for his position. The Cavs can trade that contract okay. and get off of Dean Wade if they can and get off of Rubio. I like Rubio two years ago. 
just wasn't the same last year. Maybe he comes back this year. He's going to play over on, on the Spanish national team, so he's going to get a lot of good wreck over there this summer. Maybe he comes back better. Because, um, you know, the year before he came to us, that was the year of the, the Olympics. And he was killing the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. You know, like a whole new Rubio. <laughs> right. So maybe, but I mean, I'm seeing with, with Garland, Mitchell, Karis LeVert, you got three capable playmakers. Garland's obviously a true point guard, but you can you can stagger how Mitchell and Garland play together with LeVert and always have one of them on the floor to kind of initiate offense. But for a true backup point guard, I like Ty Jerome. And I like this guy, Porter. Jerome signed a two-year, $5 million deal. He'd be gone in a couple of years, and Porter would really be ready to come in and be just a solid NBA backup. So I'm about to say, do you do you you're not uh you're not plugging in Sam Merrill? I like Sam Merrill, man. Um I think I think he'll be a defensive liability. Mm. Um I think uh, the shooting is great if they hadn't uh, picked up you never got too much shooting though. But the they 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 signed Struess, Niang, Ty Jerome, you got you got Mitchell, Garland coming back, shooters. Um, ideally, Dean Wade is that other shooter out there too, but he kind of lost it towards <laughs> the, after after the All Star break last year. Maybe he was injured or something. I don't know, but man, I don't. I like Merrill, man, but I don't know. I don't know who to keep. I got to keep Mobley. Yeah, right. I got. I can't expose Porter. I got to keep him. Or at least on a, on a, on a, on a two way contract, got to keep him, mm-hmm. and you got to keep him money base. You got draft yeah. capital invested in him, and he's starting to show a little bit. I mean, I listen to you, listen, you ever listen to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show? Mm-mm. Pretty good show, man. Your boy G Bush is on there. A uh, couple other guys, uh, the Bull, and the Bull get on my nerves, man, because he always talking bad about. Imani Bates, like he's not gonna do nothing. He's just a wasted, you know. That pick, four ninth picks don't never do nothing. But I mean, it's not true, man. You can see the talent in this kid, man. You you just have to let him grow and develop. And in in any old man, old as me, like he is, that sit back and talk about a nineteen year old kid and (laughs) what he what he can and can't do, or is or is not capable of, I don't agree with it. Yeah, I mean. I, I'm I don't know what he said just to put it in context, but just like <laughs> I was even talking with Ahmad and he said it best, you know, a lot of people, one mistake, you make it seem like the player or that person can change his tune. But I I, I would have to admit my wrongs because I really said because I even thought a little bit that Amani Bates uh pass would be something that we would have to worry about, but honestly I don't think that's that's true. I think Amani Bates probably in the next two years really will be our ne- our next starting small forward. And honestly, he might be our next starting small forward by the by the trade deadline. Whoa, that's saying a lot, man. He got he, he's he, ta- he's really he's talented, man. Like like you talking about like obviously you know maybe you don't pit him like because you know you do got DG, you got Don, so maybe you don't necessarily need a shot creator. He would have to develop his craft right but honestly 
when I when I look at when I look at Amani Bates, honest, like sincerely, I think about the situation with Michael Porter Jr. Same situation. He was supposed to be a number one pick. He was in his little situations. Well, when Michael Porter Jr. Started, he was he was hurt. He slipped in the draft. A team like the Denver Nuggets took the chance on him, and then they prospered. And I feel like Amani Bates is going to be in the same situation. He's a he's a tall he's a tall small four. He can create a shot. He doesn't really loses his confidence. I mean, if you look at that game, it was times where maybe you did question his his shot his shot making his shot decision. But honestly, you look at his behavior. He never backed down from anything. He kept going. He kept trying to get to the lane. He kept attacking. He kept getting aggressive. He kept making smart plays on the defensive end. He shows that he has that potential where he's like, hey. I'm going to be effective, right? <laughs> and it's where, like, I honestly, I can sincerely see Imani Bates by the by the trade deadline. He might be our starting small forward. I, I think at best this year, he comes off the bench as like an eighth man. I don't think he's going to put him in starting starting role this year. I don't think. Um, real quick, the uh, Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull. G. Bush, Brad Sellers, who was an Ohio State basketball player back in the 80s, played for Chicago Bulls. Jason Lloyd, Tyvis Powell, Cleveland's very own, played Ohio State, won a national championship. And Mikey McNuggets, those guys, man. But it's a it's a really good show. I like watching it. And I'm and I'm a obviously I'm a Cavs fan, but I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan also. But you know, I like the guys, I like like they vibe, so I watch it. But yeah, back to Monty Bates, man. Man, I, I agree with you. He's he got the potential to be a lot. His shot selection is suspect at times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would even call him not suspect. I would call him ill-advised. He takes ill-advised shots. He hit one shot, everything he check after that, right? That's what he does. But I mean, I like the idea of having somebody that can create from the three their own shot and get it off and and and, and hit and make the basket. But he needs to he needs to learn more to try and facilitate office shot creation, create for others. Uh, if he's ever playing with Mitchell, Garland, Mobley, Lavert, he'll have to do that. I agree, but I feel like because he's so young, I mean, I, he's going to develop his offense again. right? Like with a young player, he's going to get more reps, more experience. I mean, when you playing with two really great offensive players in Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland. That's it's gonna get there. So I don't really have no uh I'm not really I don't have no problem with that. But I just think right now like when you look at the the foundation of of a of a Monty Bates, I mean you kind of see like what he really can turn out to be because I agree. Become a better playmaker you know, just like Michael Porter Jr. That's one of the biggest complaints we've had with him. Like he gotta be a better decision maker. But I th- he's going to develop into that. It might take him a year, it might take him two. But I think he got two of the best players to kind of learn to gain them skills. Honestly, like, you know, he's going to get there. The only the only thing that would hold him back, honestly, in my personal opinion, is his, his not saying I know this, but just how he, how he ranks himself in terms of an ego. Like, if he thinks he's better than a team, but I don't really think that's going to be a problem with him. I, I think, think he got humbled early, huh? I think a little bit of ego is good. But real quick, man, 
we're gonna go take a quick break. If you're watching on YouTube, just stay right here. If you're listening on audio platform, we're gonna play a, a couple commercials to pay some bills. We'll be right back. And we're back on the That's Rather Cavalier podcast here talking about and celebrating the Cleveland Cavaliers Summer League Championship. It's your boy Tate and the homie Relly Hall talking Cavs Summer League, trying to figure this thing out, man. The Cavs has, have and, – and, and I think they're building the team the right way, right? They got they built through the draft mm-hmm. as far as Mobley, Garland, Okoro. A lot of talk about Okoro getting, getting, getting traded too this, this week. Yeah. Um. You know, traded for that piece in Mitchell. Got Jared Allen on the cheap in the trade. Those, those are the core players, Levert in the trade. But then you see the summer league team and, and the and the development seems to be going going okay. I mean, you know, I'm not saying it's the Miami Heat development or the San Antonio Spurs developmental staff, but I mean it seems to be going in the positive direction when you look at some of the players the Cavs had on this summer league team. Yeah. You know, do you know what happened to Sharif Cooper? No, I was I was gonna ask you the same question because I'm like, why why didn't he get out there? I'm not sure if he got hurt or. Yeah, I saw he I saw him on the bench in, in regular clothes, street clothes. Yeah, but uh, I know Diop he went back. They sent him back to uh, France. So you know they had to do it out there, big man. Mo- Mobley stepped up in a big way. Yeah, but we talk about Mobley and Murray. Let's get them props for the games they had. Uh, Mobley had 28 on on 60% shooting, one and two from three. And I believe he had like tw- tw- 10 or 11 rebounds. I'm not seeing it right here on, on the box score. Uh, Merrill, 24 points, seven to 13 shooting, and five of 11 for three. Huh. That's about 47%, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that's really, really good. That's really good. <laughs> You know, so I do like Merrill, man. I mean, that extra shooter on the off the bench. Well, that's another way to go, man. I don't know, Tay. I I I gotta put him on there. I <laughs> I got to, like he was fluid with his shot. Like he almost remind me of like a like Trey Young in a way. It was and yeah, Trey Young in a way and a little bit how he was moving. You don't see that Trey Young from yeah. Sam Merrill. Yeah. Man, I see Yo, a lot. I see a lot more. Who was calling the game? JJ Reddick, a guy that comes off this emotion, comes off screens, comes off pin downs, is is, is looking for the, the 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 pick and roll and step back. I mean, yeah, he's just looking to get open shot. I don't. Trey Young creates his shot off the bounce. I don't think Merrill really has that in his bag. You don't think so? Nah, man. You know he don't. <laughs> <laughs> You know he don't. Also, I also wanted to ask you too on a previous comment you made uh, when you said it's nothing wrong with a little bit of ego, right? Oh yeah, before we went to break, I did. Say yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I, I kind of wanted wanted to hear you ex- expand on that, expound on that, just to see what you mean about that, Tate. Well, all, all. Well, we won't put a whole. Uh, broad statement like that most of the great athletes 
and players in their individual sports. I don't care what the sport is. They have some ego. You know what I mean? I mean, so to have the confidence to, to miss a shot and come down and take another bad shot, you know what I mean? That that shows some level of confidence. I mean, and we forget when, I mean, R.I.P. Kobe, when Kobe was 19 years old, he was doing the same thing. Kobe Bryant was the best player in high school coming out in 1996 from Lower Marion in Philadelphia. And whatever Imani Bates had with his first year at Memphis and his transfer year to Eastern Michigan, he was one of the top one or two high school basketball players in the nation two years ago. Three years ago to cover Sports Illustrated. I think the Cavs got a huge deal. I think this kid is capable of a lot. When, as he as he continues to maturate, mature, um, I'm not as worried about the Diamond Mitchell situation now. I feel like maybe in three years, the Cavs are building around Mobley, Bates, and Garland. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that's the thing. Of course, I want Mitchell. He's a, <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, all pro, M- M- NBA All Star. I mean, so you know, you gotta, you gotta want him. But if it comes up where he decides he thinks he's gonna leave, and we trade him for pieces, we have some pieces in place. The Cavs can be very good as we still go into the future. So on the on the top or on the to expound on that, like what do you think would be the the deciding factor where you say, all right, we might need to move on from Don? Like what what would that look like? What would it take for you? If we don't have a good run in the playoffs this year, at least a second round. A competitive second round. At least a competitive second round. And after that, if he's talking about New York again, he was, and I, I don't know how what New York would do with him. I mean, him and Brunson both are high uses with the rock in their hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't see the fit there. Maybe you want to go to Brooklyn. Brooklyn just send us some good pieces back. But uh, yeah, man. Um, if I hear all that chatter again, and he's not, you know, <laughs> if he doesn't have a good playoff series again like he did this past year. I mean, I believe his head's not in it. Hopefully it is, though. Yeah. He's very uh, astute in saying the right things to the media, though. Yeah. You heard him interview at the Summer League games and stuff, talk about being there with his teammates, can't wait to get to work, yada, 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 yada. You know <laughs> what I mean? So that's I'm hoping a, for the best, man. That's a player that's had good bets. <laughs> <laughs> around right. him. he knows what he knows what this like you know he he might be truthful he might be he might be for real but Don Mitchell not just good vets I mean he 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 grew up in a two parent household his dad was high up in the Mets organization you know I mean he he was groomed to 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 to, handle that. to be able to yeah, exactly be able to handle this stuff you know what I mean so yeah man I mean. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to say trade Donovan. Only, only person I want to trade is Jared Allen. <laughs> only person I want to trade. But I say to talk about Okoro potentially getting traded, man. Or you know, like this is this is his proven year up until the, the deadline. I can I can see that honestly. I, 
the only reason I, I feel like that has some type of weight is because I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's his payment year. <laughs> so it is. it is, it is. So, and if that's, and if that's the case, the Cleveland Cavaliers don't want to get in a situation where they give him a big bag. Like, I, I don't know what a, what a market would look like for Isaac Curl, but in my GM hat, I'm not giving a player like Isaac Curl more than a hundred million dollars. A hundred right. million dollars. I'm not giving them more than a hundred. You know how to. You know how these players is. Hey man, like man, don't come from a hundred million dollars. You know. You know how these players. Hey, come on, man. That's you, that's. You know that's, how these. That's GM negligence if you even talk about giving Isaac you know. Coral anything <laughs> over thirty-two million for for four years. I mean, how much did uh Dylan Brooks get? Like eighty. But D- Dylan Brooks at least can. Sometimes make a shot. Sometimes can, and he can he can he can he can create secondary secondary offense. You know, not saying he's a point. He can put the ball on the floor and drive and kick. I don't. I ain't seen the core do that yet. His offense game hasn't advanced that much yet. I agree. But like, how much would what would be the lucky number for you? A coral for yeah for. I said right now I want to go over over thirty two million for four years, eight million at the most. How much? Uh, because didn't uh, Dean Wade get that? Well, didn't he get like th- no? He might have got like three years, 30, 30. three years, eighteen. Okay, six million a year. Mm-hmm. And so Dean Wade million, at least mm-hmm. brings shooting. He do, but <laughs> I well, obviously his agent is gonna do his work. Obviously his agent's not gonna sit there and say I'm only worth ten mil- ten uh, more million no, than Dean the, Wade. You, you know the thing about it though. The market dictate that. The market lets you know where you at. Do you do you see a do you see a high uh, a bidding war for Isaac Okoro? No, but it's probably it's probably a, it's probably a dumb team that give him a, a somewhat decent bag let, though. Let me ask you this: Just, you at, right now, would you rather have Isaac Okoro or Kelly Oubre Jr. Ice. Really? I, I would. Why? I don't. I don't rate uh, Kelly Oubre that high as many of y'all do. I honestly. Well, no, we're comparing to Isaac Okoro. No, we're not rating high. No, but sincere, like sincerely, I feel like they're both one sided on what they do. I don't think Kelly Oubre is much of a defender. He's not. He can get. He can get you some points, but he's not a consistent offensive player. I mean, I guess you can say the same thing with Ice. I, I know. I know. Yeah, I, can see, saying, I can see. I can see. I can see. But at least Isaac can guard a defend. I mean, a guard a uh, offensive player. At least he can hold him. You use the argument against Kelly Oubre. Yeah, that he's not a he's not a consistent offensive player. I mean, yeah, because once once if if Kelly Oubre not scoring, what else is he bringing to the team? Passing, length, rebound, I mean, I I just just think he's a bigger threat than Okoro. And I'm and I I've been sticking with Okoro. To this day one when he came out of Auburn, man, in 2021. Mm-hmm. I really like Okoro, man. But you would I, pick Kelly Oubre over Ice? Like confidently? I probably would just for roster construction. The uh, another score on the floor. Um yeah, look at how my how much time is is, is Ice gonna get this year coming up? <laughs> What's his role? You tell me. That's, that's a good I think he gonna he he's gonna come off the bench. For sure. For sure. For sure. He's going to come Six man? Six man, yeah. Over Levert? Over. You're right. Yeah, we do got him on the roster. You're right. But he beat seventh man. 
Over Niang? Yeah. Seven man, yeah. No, man. Niang can just come in and shoot, man. man. (laughs) Face the floor. Rally, come on, man. And you know I like Okoro, man. I'm not taking nothing away from him. I'm just saying that that's why that's why they lost. But against the Knicks, the offense became bogged down and stagnant when you can't have somebody on the floor that's at least a threat to make the open corner threes. And he wasn't there. I agree. But that's also why I agree why I don't think Isaac Curl is going to get paid. And that's also why I agree with you that he is going to be on the market. If we being honest, Isaac Curl knows he's this is going to have to be one of those seasons where he has a, a, a pretty much a good jump offensively. But uh, yeah, we we looking at a few pictures of the, the Cavs, three of them right there. Bates, <laughs> Mobley, Merrill, that's tough. Your boy for the Rockets, first round pick, Cam Whitmore. Like that. He was hooping. He a dog. Dude, nice. He a dog. Yeah. Yeah, I like I, I like his game. I mean, Houston, Houston got a lot of ingredients to throw in the pot over there. And you know, they got a master chef and email email Udoka. So I like I like where they headed, man. I mean, JB got to get his stuff together, man. I think he think he can. I heard Lamar Stevens got cut today, man. He did. He Do we did. pick him back? You think up? we should resign him? I don't know how that Honestly, works with the NBA, you know, regulations and trades and stuff. Like, can you trade somebody <laughs> to get cut? Pick him up? I don't know if you could do that. We did it with Rubio. We did it with Rubio. We traded Rubio. We did, yeah. And then they, and they, and they, and they really... Indiana. He finished his contract in Indiana. Then we signed him again as a free agent. You know what I mean? I mean, Lamar Stevens is a free agent, but I think there might be a rule against you can't re-sign a free agent that you just traded and got cut. I think. I'm not saying this. If you could sign him, would you I mean, re-sign him? I mean, even if we, even if we could, you, it makes that problem you was talking about earlier even so harder because now it's like, do you think Lamar Stevens is better than... Isaiah Mobley, is he going to replace him with a spot with Porter or Sam Merrill? Like, you know, like it kind of, it really Yeah, it just, it just makes things rough. I mean, for mine, immediately, I, I probably get rid of Dean Wade if I can. Oh, yeah. I mean, because you need, you you need a shooter. You needed Dean Wade shooting. Agreed. You needed it. Now they, they, they acquired some shooters. Now you need Lamar Stevens's, Lamar Stevens' toughness. They don't have that guy. So then I asked you this now, right? Well, if you heard the rumors, do you wait a little bit? Because now they're saying Christian Woods is on the market and the Cleveland Cavaliers is looking to acquire Christian Woods potentially. How would Christian you handle Woods, that? Christian Woods doesn't do anything for me. Hmm? Um, okay. he's Again, I might prefer to have Kelly Uber over Christian Woods. Um, really? Christian Woods is... is is less defensively than what Kelly Oubre is. And and their problem against the Knicks last year were the bigs in the paint, whether it be Randall, Mitchell Robinson, Hartenstein, Josh Hart. Everybody was getting bullied, and Christian Woods going to get bullied right along with, 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 Mo, with Mobley and Allen. So, you know. But I don't know, really. It's, a, it's, a, it's definitely a discussion for another day, man. We're going to get ready to wrap up and get out of here. You got anything going on? Anything you want to plug or anything before we get out of here, man? Nothing much. I'm just excited to watch the Cleveland Cavaliers win a championship in the summer league. Give us another 
tougher situation where we got to decide which which player should be on the main roster. Definitely a good problem to have, man. And yeah, we hash this out as as the summer continues to go on, and we get well. Before we go, do you think there's one more move that they need to make? I do, but <laughs> I think that one more decision has to do with what you was just touching on. I think you still got to find that tough guy for the for the Cavs. Yeah, somebody with that dog mentality. I just don't know who it's going to be. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree with you. But we can talk about that on one of our next shows coming up. Thanks everybody for for joining us and and, and checking us out uh, on the That's Rather Cavalier podcast. Be sure to like and follow us on YouTube, on Facebook. Uh, listen to us on audio platform on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, iHeartRadio. Wherever you listen to your audio podcast, just just type in FFSN, that's rather cavalier, and we're sure to come up. You know, today is me and Relly, not, not here with the homies Big G and BP, but check them out next go around. We all hopefully will be getting together soon. And until next time, for the homie Tate and for the homie Relly Hall, peace.